Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? And welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom. Welcome to the podcast where for 140 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NFL Week 4. And of course, a recap <laughs> and a record check at the end of the show. But let me give you a little preview. We, and I mean we, all the guests, have our combined best week ever last week. We had our best week ever, which I can you can only imagine is a pretty good record. We were due, granted, but wow, what a week. Let's talk to them about it. Let's talk to our three guests. Let's talk to the Pans Rider Prince with his safe and spicy picks of the week. We'll talk to Charlie Chalk second, who is doing the lock of the week and a few other picks. And then we have the gambler who always rounds it out with our tease of the week. And man, he's feeling himself there too. So can't wait to talk to them all about our favorite bets for the NFL week four. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to it. Pans Rider Prince coming up first. Number one. Starting things off, coming off of a perfect week is the one, the only, the Pants Ready Prince. Pants Ready Prince, how you doing? I am doing absolutely fantastic, Andrew. I've got <laughs> some, some pickup of my step. I'm a little spritzed mm-hmm. out. Here we go. 2-0 back <laughs> on the winning track. <laughs> I know, seriously. God, I, I don't know who needed it more there. Pick any of the guests, but we did so well this week. Excuse me, last week. And it will be almost impossible to recreate it. So let's do our best here. Where are we going to go to? Where is your safe pick of the week going? Well, let's try to continue on from what I was doing last week. Stick okay. with who's playing with the Jets. So the mm. Steelers are hosting the Jets at uh, Acupuncture Stadium or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, and it's minus three and a half for the Steelers, which I am taking because Zach Wilson is back. And... I know mm. everyone's like, yeah, Zach Wilson is the future and he's better than Joe Flacco. <laughs> I don't agree with that right now. If you had to ask me yep. who is a better quarterback on this day, I would still take Joe Flacco as a better chance of winning that game. I think Zach yeah. Wilson kind of takes that team a little bit backward for at least a couple weeks. Remind rem, Reminder, this is his first week back from an injury. He still needs to build a rapport. He's been out since the preseason. I think we're going to see a lot of like – this is the Jets of week one. They're going to be a little mm-hmm, worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh's coming off a loss, playing in the home stadium. They're pissed off. I think minus three and a half isn't that big of a spread. Follow the Jets for now. I'm taking the Steelers minus three and a half. Well, hard to argue. I think it's so funny when people t- look at this line and they think about Zach Wilson. It's either one or the other where you're like, hey, they have Zach Wilson back and they mean that positively or other people going, hey, they have Zach Wilson back and it's like a very negative thing, especially for a number two overall pick yeah. in the draft and they might have to draft another quarterback next year. Ooh, just just brutal. Uh, you know, the only thing that scares you is that the Jets defense is slowly coming along and that's being very, very nice to them and the Steelers offense has been inept. So are you worried about that at all? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I think uh, the Jets' run defense has not been good, so I think we're finally going to mm. see Najee Harris have himself a game. It's been a while, so come on, Najee. Yeah. Prove me right here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I know it's a tough D for the Steelers with T.J. Watt. They're clearly missing him, as we saw last week. Yes. I don't think the Jets are good enough to make that much of a difference. So right. I do think I'm going to follow the money here, minus three and a half for the Steelers. It, it just seems like a no-brainer because the Jets still suck. 
Yeah, and that's what a safe pet should be, right? Like, this should be the no-brainer. This is the safe bet, and that's going to lead me to mine, which is the Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half against Carolina. I'm sorry. Did we watch the games last week? Carolina sucks. They're awful. They 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 won, but they played awful, being wildly outplayed by another bad team, the New Orleans Saints. And then the Cardinals played the Rams, and even after a slow start, they finished strong. I just, this is a backwards line that gives us a completely rare opportunity to do what we may never have the chance to do again, which is one last chance to bet against Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield as favorites. Rule is 3-10 and 10 against the spread as an NFL favorite. 3-10. and 10. And if you blindly bet against Matt Rule every time he was favored, you'd net a tidy 71% return on investment. Wow. See, like... May- Mayfield is still new to Carolina. I get that, but he really has not been much better because in Carol in in excuse me in Cleveland they were often the favorites when he was taken because those teams started getting pretty good, but they didn't have great records against the spread. They were eleven and twenty two against the spread, just as Baker Mayfield in his career. Also failing to cover in seven straight and losing five of those last games outright. So Carolina plays the 49ers, Rams, and Bucks next in sequential order. If they lose this one and quickly fall to one in six in three weeks, we will never, ever get another chance to be betting against Rule and Mayfield as favorites. Let's savor this one last time. And I'm I'm savoring it so much that I'm going to be sprinkling a little bit on the money line as well. Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half. Yeah, you said plus one. And I, I was like, huh? That, the <laughs> huh? I didn't even realize that. Oh, my. Why are they the underdogs? I understand that the Cardinals <laughs> look horrible in week one. But, I mean, they, yes. they started to come together a little bit here. Uh, yeah. Carolina's trash. Trash. I just, the, the, the thing is, the Cardinals are going to end up, even if they have a bad season, we'll end up with seven or eight wins. Yeah. And that will be a bad season because of all the money they spend, Cliff Kingsbury and, uh, you know, Kyler and stuff like that. They're not going to have a bad season and end with four wins. And these are the one of those wins that they're going to have to get. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I like this. I, I don't get, I don't get the underdog thing at all, but yeah, there we go. So where are we going with your spicy pick of the week? Well, last week we went spicy in prime time. So why not stay spicy in prime time two weeks in a row? See if it works out. Uh, we're going to head down to, well, <laughs> I thought we'd be heading down to Tampa Bay, but we might be heading down to Minnesota depending on the weather right. and the storm. Uh, but we're going to take the chiefs at minus one against the Buccaneers. Mm, surprise, okay. surprise. I'm betting against Tom Brady again. We'll see how this one is. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes, after a loss, 11-3. and three. The Chiefs looked not like the Chiefs last week. I think that was no. a trap game for them. I think some people in Chiefs and Colts circles saw that coming after the Chiefs mm. playing a Thursday night game against the Chargers. Big win. Got 10 days off playing against the lowly Colts in their home opener who really had to fight for that win. I think yeah. they got taken by surprise, and I don't think Andy Reid and company is going to let that happen two weeks in a row. On the Bucks side, yes, they're getting healthier, but we're not yeah. sure exactly how healthy they are. I mean, we know they're going to have Mike Evans back, but Chris Godwin is still not fully healthy. He might play. He might not. Julio Jones is still not fully healthy. He might play. He might not. And Tom Brady looked like an absolute disaster last week. Oh, And has all no. year. Don't get me wrong. He has not looked good all year. This is not Tom Brady. No. This is the falling off a cliff, Tom Brady, which I'm loving. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I do think when the weapons come back, we're probably going to see him go back to normal. Mm. But they're not yeah. back yet. And this is a, a pissed off Kansas City Chiefs team who, yeah, I think that was a little embarrassing for them last weekend. So as long as they got their special teams in order this weekend, I, I don't think they're going to have a problem. No, honestly, I'd play a game right now of if anyone could name one and a half 
uh, linemen that are going to play in this week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, you'd, you'd, you'd lose every time. This is an unbelievable thing that they're putting together here. And I think there's a lot to be said about the Kansas City Chiefs taking them as uh, a low-value bet after last week, the same way that you would with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. There's a lot, there's a lot of stats in that game to say, like, well, KC kind of did win the game. They just lost in the score. They, there was, they, they out-yarded them. The turnovers were kind of, you know, fluky. There was, th- there was things that worked not in their favor. And so you can get a low-value ba- low bet on the Kansas City Chiefs at minus one. I think that's a pretty smart bet. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can get the Chiefs at either minus one or in the in the plus, I think you mm-hmm. the Chiefs have a chance to win every single game they play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm right there with you. They're still the greatest quarterback in the league is still on their team. So, yeah. yes, that's a spicy pick of the week. My spicy pick of the week is the Minnesota Vikings minus three at New Orleans Saints, but not at the New Orleans Saints at all because from a country famous for its lack of spice, hello from jolly old England, let's bet in the early mornings here and take the Minnesota Vikings minus three. <laughs> Excluding the Jags, whose home t- whose home is more London than it is Jacksonville, <laughs> favorites are unbeaten in these London games. They're 9-0 and oh, straight wow. up and 7-3 and three against the spread. 9-0, and oh, that's just crazy. The Vikings are the better team. There's just no way around this. Minnesota has a pair of quality wins over Green Bay and Detroit. I can't believe I'm saying that, but Detroit has quality win these yeah. days. While New Orleans needed a big comeback to beat Atlanta and before falling to the Bucks and the Panthers without much of a fight. So New Orleans is averaging three turnovers a game. That's not surprising. Jameis Winston is their quarterback. And he's 13-23 against the spread in toss-up spreads of three or less, including 0-2 this year. I am taking the better team while that line is under the key number and doesn't boost its way up to 3.5. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised by the Saints laying as much of an egg as they did last week against the Panthers. Yep. I don't, I don't know if anyone saw that one coming. Um, but yeah, it's proven to me that they're not as good as I thought they were. Mm-hmm. That being said, I wonder if you take a look at this in the next couple of days, how much the line moves with all the injuries on the fence here. Like, is Dalvin Cook going to play? Is Jameis Winston going to play? Is Michael Thomas yep. going to play? Is Alvin Kamara going to play? Is Javis Landry going to play? That's a lot of Saints, so I think that favors the Vikings again and just uh, bolsters your <laughs> argument. Um, and and as we know, if Dalvin Cook doesn't play, Alexander Madison is essentially just steps in and and eats every time, oh, every eats. single year. Oh my God, I don't think there's you know what like Dalvin Cook's a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but maybe Alexander Madison's a very good player because honestly, does that rushing game change that much when they when they drop off from one to B? You know, like or one to two. Excuse me. And, no, it doesn't at and all. And I think Minnesota's smart not to let go of him when Alexander Madison comes in and requests a trade. You know that Dalvin Cook's gonna miss a a couple games a year. It happens yeah. every year. Yeah. And now it's the same shoulder injury that he's been battling his entire career. So. I don't think this is going to be the first and only game that Dalvin Cook misses this year. You're going to need Madison down the stretch, and I think it's going to benefit the Vikings. I agree with you here, Andrew. Okay, there we go. Minnesota, continue is going to lose me money this year. I don't care, but they, I still will fight for them being an okay team in a bad conference right now. So there you go, Minnesota Vikings. Minus three is my spicy pick. Well, there we go, Pants Ready Prince. Continue your winning ways, and we hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Let's hope so. All right, you take it easy. Number two. Coming up next, coming off an undefeated week, is the one, the only Charlie Chalk. How you doing? Andrew, I'm fine. That's great to hear. I'm not going to help <laughs> your guys with all this chalk and three and oh, my gosh. Three and oh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. So let's get into it. What are you doing? Lay, well, it, lay on us. Your perfect streak continues here with your lock <laughs> of the week. Well, well, well. I'm not very chalky here, guys, but I have taken the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders over mm. the... Denver Broncos and um, a division game. Um, yeah. I know the Raiders are 0-3, but you know what? 
uh, it's their time. They run into yeah. a team that's worse than them. And uh, mm. Denver really is spiraling. They, I think they're going on their name only because they, they really do not have a very good team. They don't have a coach. He mm-hmm. doesn't know what he's doing. They got a quarterback who's got an ego who can't run. He doesn't have any arm strength anymore. Well, and well, he, yeah, he yeah. thinks he's, uh, you know what, he, maybe we could say Seattle was a better team before um, than really Russell. And Russell Wilson got all the credit. He's not a good player anymore. And huge mm. contract and won't deal with the players. I think I brought it up last that uh, you know he he sits with the coaches he doesn't sit with the players and don't think that's very good for the room so anyways mm. these all add, add up um their d- offense is terrible um they've averaged 16 points over the last three games against three really really terrible teams including seattle and houston texans so um the record looks good but um there's no way it won't work car's been really getting been uh, for Las Vegas hasn't been great, but he's had a good game with yeah. Adams. And then he, I think this will, they have a good coach in, uh, in Las Vegas. And I think that things will start clicking with him between current um, Adams um, this game. So yeah. that's, that's my pick. And I, I, I really, it's more of a hmm. against Denver than it is pro Raider pick. Well, the Raiders got to win a game eventually here and they're favored by two and a half right now. Uh, we're finding that number over at cool bet. So I, I don't really, I, I don't see any, I, the problem is I had the Raiders last week and they burned me. And so yeah. now I'm a little hurt, but this has to change. Eventually somebody's going to profit off this team. The defense will not continue to be as bad as they are. And Denver's offense sucks right now. So I feel like it's a good combination between the two. So probably a pretty smart pick right there, but who am I to argue coming off a perfect week? Like you are. So wow. That's wow. going to be your lock. Of the week. <laughs> okay. That's fine. My lock of the week is going to be the new England Patriots plus 10 versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, oh my goodness, Brian Hoyer is starting. Well, let's lose some money on Brian Hoyer, baby. Okay, so this line started at the Packers minus six on Sunday. Morning panic jumped all the way up to eight and a half by that night, and now ten and a half to Monday in response to that Mac Jones injury. And this feels like an overreaction. Mac Jones isn't that good. He hasn't been that oh. good this season anyway. Oh, you don't know well, what? You're going to defend Mac Jones well, now? Well, you're, you're, you're blaming it on the quarterback. Well, I'm just saying, him how is his offensive coordinator really that good? And is he going to be oh, better dealing with a guy like who? What's his name again? Hoyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Brian it. Hoyer. No offense, period. But go ahead. <laughs> Brian Hoyer, who I think was the same draft class as Steve Young is somehow still in the league. Uh, I just think Mac Jones is not that good. So going from Mac Jones to Brian Hoyer isn't much of a drop as compared to most starters to most backups. Plus, this sets up as a completely classic Bill Belichick underdog spot. New England's offense has been better than you think. They're 13th in DVOA, and the Patriots lead the league in rushing DVOA. They rush the ball really well. Well, guess what? Who the hell cares who's handing off the ball? Plus, Green Bay's run defense ranks dead last in rushing DVOA defense. So... This seems like a perfect underdog script. This is what Bill Belichick does. It's who Bill Bel- Belichick is. It's what he lives for. He runs the ball, keeps Rodgers on the sideline, shortens a game, and gives your underdog a shot. Ten points. We're going to go with the Patriots at ten points. We've watched this game a hundred times before. Well, you almost convinced me there. Almost. Oh, I've almost. kept away from that game, though. <laughs> a okay. Pretty chalky with the best quarterback in the league. But um, anyways. Uh, um, I was going to say, I'm surprised you're not trying to lay ten there. Well, <laughs> well, we're just going to stay away. I never trust Belichick anyway, so 
But oh, it's yeah, right. Okay. You've convinced me. Okay. Okay. I've convinced you. I'm glad to hear that. Do you have any more picks that you're going to be giving? Well, out today? yeah, I've got to get a bit, a little more chalky. So people believe in me, but believe it or not, we're going for Detroit lions against again, another terrible team, as I just mentioned well, about Seattle. Terrible. And um, you know what? Detroit's running on. I don't know what they're running on, but they, 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 they've got a good team momentum mm-hmm. there. They just Seattle's lost right now. They're not sure, but they do have a, quarterback that was probably just before Hoyer and who's his Gino. Oh, I got That's a good pick. Gino's so let's settle for Detroit there, believe it or not. Yeah. And I, then, I love that four and a half. Yeah. That's, that's is good. It, is it only four and a half? Yeah. I saw four and a half. Okay. Number out there okay. Right that's let me not, check. I'm sorry. Let me do some sponsor contact. Let me check the bets. Please app do right now to find out. Okay? I need to know yes, currently. Oh, I can get you at four right now at sports interaction. Minus four. Okay. You see? Okay. So that's there even get That's, that's even looking better. Only four points mm-hmm. against Seattle. Love it at home. And then okay. um, I have my last pick will be Dallas. I know everyone jumps on Dallas, but you know what? Washington mm-hmm. again is one terrible team. And oh, uh, I, I think that um, they're going to run the ball and uh, Dallas is, is going to win this game. So um, at home, it's only three points I've got here. What do you got, yep. Andrew, with your... I got... Th- Thank you very much. Thanks for, thanks for doing that. I have minus three also for a minus 107 odds from points bet. Okay, great. Well, we'll go with well, that number two. And I think with <laughs> Dallas and only three points, uh, I think that's, that's another lock. So... Just quickly, I know you will recap, but I love the Raiders in this spot. And um, yeah. that's a little tight for me at just a few points. But um, I, I think we can keep this record intact. Well, a classic Charlie Charlie Chalk uh, layout here with three favorites he's taking. Uh, I, so <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you. I actually have one more game I want to talk about is two. Uh, I like the Tennessee Titans plus three and a half on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. I, I just, Ooh. the Colts beat the Chiefs, and that means that they're back and all the problems are solved, right? And this is good team. No, not even close. The Colts had no, had no business winning that game last week. Absolutely no business. Each of these rank in the bottom 10 in rushing DVOA. The Colts offense is a pathetic 31st in EPA per play and dead last in DVOA. Indy's line has been bad. Matt Ryan has been worse. He can't hold on to the ball to save his life. And the Titans actually have passed the ball well. I know it doesn't pass the eye test, but the numbers say that they pass the ball well. So Ryan Tannehill can be a difference maker if Tennessee unleashes that passing attack. Mike Vrabel, even better here. 18-7 and seven against the spread as an underdog of only just three points and going 17-8 and eight straight up in those games with like 102% return on investment. There's a really good line here at three and a half. If you can get the hook over the three points, I think there's real value here. And I honestly think there's some real value if you sprinkle on the money line as well. So I'm going to be taking the Tennessee Titans plus three and a half as well. Well, just to help your bet too, a little, little bit of information is uh, mm-hmm. Taylor sat out um, Wednesday in practice. Oh. He okay. has not missed a practice, let alone a game, since college he's never missed a practice so he wasn't he didn't practice on wednesday uh i don't know and if they don't have taylor they're in trouble yeah if they don't have taylor they're really in trouble there you go yes but yeah so there you go two picks from me three picks from charlie chalk and uh, charlie chalk i hope your winning ways continue we all thank you so much for coming on (laughs) and have fun losing money thank you andrew have a good week Now, a word from our sponsor and an app I use all the time, BetStamp. If you don't believe me, you just heard me talking to Charlie Jock and looking at the BetStamp app literally during the podcast because I wanted to find the best number. Well, we're always talking about the importance of line shopping. I literally did line shopping on the podcast. I was trying to find the best number for Charlie to be making his bet. I do that all the time. And you could just on through the app, click on the sports book that you like. Oh, that's the best number. I'm going to go right there and you get taken right to that book right off the app. Also, do you have a bet that you're trying to move off of? 
or trying to acquire a pick at a number you missed out on, you can buy and sell picks with full transparency. Plus, they don't take a cut. It's completely free and safe. Also, we post all of our picks at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram, every day. But if you want to track how we're doing, and heads up, whoo, except for this week, except for last week's episode, excuse me, we are losing. But last week we won. How about that? Or you want to check other bettors on how they're doing, you can track their record right through the app as well. Download the BetStamp app today and use the promo code Andrew B. At number three. Also coming off a perfect week. Oh my God, I'm getting tired of saying that. To finish out the episode, we have The Gambler. Gambler, how you doing? It's great to be here. Fantastic. <laughs> feeling yeah. good. Feeling loose. Feeling mm-hmm. fresh. Mm-hmm. And I uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as you said, profitable weekend. Uh, yeah, I can I can imagine you're feeling pretty good. I can imagine you're pretty excited to be doing your tease of the week. So let's not keep everyone waiting here. What are you going to be doing for your tease of the week? First game we're looking at, it's it's actually, I think, the first time we're betting the line uh, oh, on okay. a tease this, uh, this season. So I'm looking at Seattle on the road at Detroit. Over under right now is at 48. Mm. And we are going to take the over and tease that down to 42 points. Oh, six point T's we're doing this week, huh? Six point T's again. We'll get into the reasons why in a bit, but okay. you know, I mean, to me, it's it's this one's kind of straightforward. It's pretty mm-hmm. vanilla. Um, Detroit scoring an incredible amount of points. Uh, yep. They're giving up an incredible amount of points as well, <laughs> yeah. which is always great, right? I mean, yeah. it's like the equivalent of cheering for dingers in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what's shocking though is uh, Detroit seventh in offensive DVOA. Seattle twelfth. I know Seattle's like, pretty high up there. Jared Goff and Geno Smith, top twelve passing offenses. Like, what the fuck is happening this year in football? <laughs> just like we all predicted, you know, everyone yeah, just saw like this you, coming. Just like we all wrote it down, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's all coming true. Um, I think this is actually the first sign of the apocalypse too. So that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nostradamus saw this, uh, you know, <laughs> and predicted it. Um, but I mean, you know, like Lions are three and zero in the over. Uh, they're averaging almost sixty three points a game. Uh, both defenses are, are pedestrian at best, very mm-hmm. underwhelming, uh, lines, very capable offense, yep. Seattle, not so much, but you know, it's, it's again, Detroit at home. You really need, uh, if you're, if you're thinking about, you know, 42 and you think, okay, so if Detroit gets me 24, 26, now you yep. only need Seattle to, you know, give you a touchdown and maybe a couple field goals. Right. And, and that'll cover. So yeah. um, keep an eye on the injuries to St. Brown and Swift. Those are concerning. But mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. we're teasing this down to 42, uh, we're going over on this one. I think I, I love this. I think they should do that in their sleep. Detroit's the offense is, is actually really good and their defense is really awful. So good combination for the over. Uh, I love that. I love that. So where are you going with your second game then? Second game is is an ugly, ugly pick, uh, but it's a team that paid out for us uh, a few times already. Okay. And it is not, not other than the just, you know, bafflingly inept Cardinals ah, getting yes. to, as they travel, to the lowly, lowly Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I, I mean, what can you say, right? Cardinals have been extremely underwhelming. Um, the offense doesn't look right. They're not running the ball very well. However, Kingsbury is covered seven straight as a road dog. There so we he's go. Seven and zero against the spread as a road dog. He is fourteen three and two against the spread as a road dog mm-hmm. uh, in his career as a head coach. 
I think the Panthers defense is again, pedestrian. Yep. I think Mayfield doesn't look right at all. That Carolina offense doesn't look right. So I'm hoping that the Cardinals don't chop off their left foot like they have at the start of every single right. game. Yes, yes. So give me the Cardinals plus eight. Well, everyone knows how I feel about this. I'm right there with you. Uh, and also on top of that, uh, moving past that key point of seven there, moving past that key with the six points for an Arizona plus eight, that is that is great. I love that because I'm taking them at two and a half already. So let's do it. So with that, we're at uh, two game minus mm-hmm. 120. And it would be an injustice to the people <laughs> yeah. if we left it there. So feeling greedy. riding last week's momentum, we are going to go for a three-game option uh-huh. and hold on because this is an even more disgusting pick than the last okay. one. All right. Can't we wait. are betting on just a disgusting, flea-infested <laughs> rat dog and we are looking at none other, none other than Belichick's New England oh, Patriots there we go. getting 10 as they travel to Lambeau Field. Fantastic. Well, no argument here. I'm also taking New England already earlier in the episode. So I love this. And you're getting 16 points. It's New England plus 16. Mm-hmm. It's take the points, bet on Hoyer, close yeah. your eyes, yeah. hope for the best. I mean... Love you it. look at the Belichick stats, right? It's They're insane in terms of his career as an underdog. The guy is unbelievable as a dog. He's even more so yeah. as a six-point dog, hitting yeah. uh, close to 80%. He's 11-1 as a dog after a loss. Mm-hmm. Hoyer, 8-3 against the spread as a five-point dog or more. Yep. And since 2018... Uh, underdogs uh, in games with totals below 41, which this game qualify, qualifies for, pardon yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. are 9-3-1 and one against the spread. Like See, I said, take it. the points, close your eyes, don't even watch the game, New England <laughs> plus 16, and it's a three-game plus 160. Oh, I love it. So there you go with both of them. And keep in mind, he was 2-0 last week. He's on a winning record so far this this year, let's get to mine. Three game tees, four points, plus 175. First game, Houston, Texas, plus nine against the Los Angeles Chargers. Let's just take a look at the injuries. Justin Herbert, while he's going to play, definitely not healthy. Rashawn Slater, his left tackle, out for the whole year. That's awful. Corey Lindsley, the center, not going to be playing. JC Jackson, the best cornerback on the team, not going to be playing. Joey Bosa just hit IR, and Keenan Allen is going to be coming back from IR, but he is uh, definitely not healthy. He's definitely not the best. And it's not like this team was playing well in the first place. Plus, Houston loves doing this shit. Now, they're the team that knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs going into last year. So I just, I love this. I think the Houston Texans plus nine, uh, you know, I wish I could get to 10, but what are you going to do? You can't win them all. Uh, I think that's an absolute walk in the park for the first pick. It's it's right in line with the theme. Another rat road dog. Yes. Or sorry, not oh, a road yeah. dog, but another rat dog. Just oh, yeah. ugly, ugly picks this week. Yeah, Yo, you don't have to feel good about it. You know, I'm going to get to, well, let me get to the next pick then. This is just, this is a truly horrible, horrible game. Chicago <laughs> at Giants. I am taking oh, the under 43. Oh. <laughs> under 43. Why? Because these teams suck. They really do. The Giants are 2-1. and one. I don't know how that's possible. Whatever. The Chicago Bears refused or can't throw the ball. And I want to watch no part of this game. Under. Perfect. Love it. Through 48 games this season, the under is 39.5. 
30 and 18, which is 62.5%. And it's the best start for the under through three weeks since 1996. And the third best start in the wildcard era since 1990. Like these teams need any incentive to go under the 39. I'm giving them four points. I'm just being generous. So we're going to go under 43. I love it. it like yeah. you said, don't watch it. Ugh. Bet, make the bet. Forget about it. Yeah, just just wait for your sportsbook app to like notify you. Like you won. You're like perfect, great. Didn't have to watch a second of that game. That's awesome. Uh, that's another one. Like Red Zone really should not be allowed to show any second of this game. Like who cares? No, no. Red Zone. Red Zone should offer a feature where you can block <laughs> games, and, and it never contaminates your view. And you just every week you just select the games of like do not push this garbage onto my screen. <laughs> Oh, there you go. So in my third game, I'm going to dig in the LA Rams, moving my way up to all to way the plus seven against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are six and seven straight up and three, nine against us, three, nine and one, excuse me, against the spread as a favorite versus the NFC West under Kyle Shanahan. Those aren't good numbers. And McVay is five and two against the spread as a dog versus the NFC West. Those numbers are just working in my favor and I get a full touchdown here. I'm going to be taking the Rams. I, I love it. You're giving McVay the boost that he needs so he doesn't get annihilated by uh, Shanahan again. I know. And That's like you said, you're crossing, you're crossing the number. So it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a solid pick. Well, there we go. So there's my three game tees for four points and plus 175. Gambler, buddy, I hope you keep up your winning ways. Two and oh, I can't wait to be talking to you next week. And I hope you have fun losing money. I appreciate it. And, and at this rate, I, I'm not going to promise anything, but we may <laughs> get into the, uh, the forbidden four game teases oh. if if we if we get so brazen <laughs> can't wait wait we, he'll come back on he's really feeling himself this is gonna be great recap okay that's a lot of bats here let's recap what everyone took let's start with myself i took the arizona cardinals plus one and a half for my safe pick of the week the minnesota vikings minus three for my spicy pick of the week the new england patriots plus 10 and the tennessee titans plus three and a half the cardinals and the titans both have a little sprinkle on the money lines my three-game tease is four points and plus 175. It is the Bears-Giants under 43, the Texans plus nine, and the Rams plus seven. Charlie Chalk is taking the Vegas Raiders minus two and a half, the Detroit Lions minus four, and Dallas Cowboys minus three. Classic Charlie Chalk taking three favorites. The Pants Ready Prince is taking the Steelers minus three and a half, and KC minus one for his spicy pick of the week. The Gambler, sprinkling in two teases here, a six-point two-game teaser for minus 120, the Seattle-Detroit over 42, Arizona plus eight, He's also throwing in a third game to make this 6.3 game teaser, a plus 160, with the New England Patriots plus 16. Got it? Good. Record chat. Okay, like I said earlier, like I said off the top, we did well this week. So let's get into it. The Pants Rider Prince, he won with Cincinnati minus 4.5, and, and he won with Denver plus 2. Easy, easy. Charlie Chalk with his official lock of the week, won with the Rams over the Cardinals, he won with Green Bay over Tampa Bay and Baltimore over New England. Win, win, win. Three wins in a row. I sense a trend here. The Gambler coming up next had the 49ers plus four and a half as a win and Arizona plus 10 as a win for his minus 120 tees. But he got a plus 150 tees with Cincinnati plus one as well. Wow. Okay. So clean sweep by everybody else. Let's get to my picks. I won with the Bengals as well as minus four and a half against the Jets for my safe pick of the week. For my spicy pick of the week, I had the Packers plus one and a half against Tampa Bay. That was an easy win. Felt pretty good about that one. And then I also had the Rams minus three and a half against Arizona as my lock of the week. And that was also a win. The only loss we had ugh, was my tease of the week. I had the Detroit-Minnesota over 49.5. That was a win. I had the Philadelphia minus 2.5 against Washington. That was a win. And I had KC minus 2.5. Combo breaker. Like, just brutal, KC. No reason losing that game. But 
That was one game away from having a perfect week by everybody. That's incredible. It'll never happen again. It won't happen this week. I hope you don't have your uh, hopes up because God knows I don't. Now over to at Losing Money WIB. That's our free daily picks on Twitter and Instagram where we went four and one, which is plus three units. It's a little light this week because as of recording, we don't know how our golf picks did, but four and one plus three units. Can't fight that one. The Monday night and Thursday night games have gone really well for us. We won money on Cincinnati on the Thursday night game this week too. So goodness gracious, winning is contagious. That being said, I cannot wait to lose money on the NFL Week 4. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts, and please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WIB on either Twitter or Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. Also, download the BetStamp app and tell them Losing Money with Andrew Bascom sent you to help support the podcast by using the promo code ANDREWB. We'll be back on Friday next week to talk about the NFL Week 5 and probably be licking our wounds. Let's just be real. You know, we got to come back to center a little bit. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!